Hello and welcome to Sugar Daddies, a podcast where two grown men rate and review seasonally available and limited edition candies and sweets. With me as always is my buddy Chris. And as always with me is my friend Alex. So we're entering the second week of the mud season here in Minnesota. It's finally getting warm enough. Do you have any fun traditions with your family during the mud season? Yeah, you know, we like to uh, strap on our boots and uh, go out and slog around in the mud a bit until uh, we no longer look like people and instead look like some sort of mud beast. Hmm. Have you ever lost one of your children out there in the mud? Oh, just one? Oh, fair enough. How about you, Chris? I like to do the same with Coco. I put on her, her little Wellingtons, size twos, and uh, yeah, let her tromp around in the mud. I bet she enjoys that. Well, I mean, yeah, for a little bit. Then she gets stuck, and then it's about 45 minutes to pry her out of there. But with mud season well underway, that means that soon we're going to transition into swimsuit season. And I think I only have to gain about 20 more pounds before I'm ready. And just in time to get us ready, Hostess has bequeathed upon us the perfect solution to our problems. And what would that be, Chris? They've given us cupcake and Twinkie ice cream. So wait, one ice cream with both flavors? No, two separate ice creams. One chocolate Hostess cupcake and one vanilla Twinkie ice cream. I'm still impressed. I think if we tried to put both of those in one, it'd be like crossing the streams. You just can't do it. You never know with Hostess. Last week, we saw they brought us deep fried Twinkies. They know no bounds. That's true. They are really waging a war against cardiological health. It's a war I think they're winning. The hearts certainly aren't. So starting off our ice cream adventure, we are tasting Hostess's cupcake ice cream. These are the cupcakes that have the little white swirly dudes on them, right? Yeah, the chocolate cupcakes with the white swirl on the top. Uh, We had a variation of them all the way back last year in uh, Backing Into Apple. Oh, that's right. I believe that was red swirly dudes. It makes me wonder if there's just going to be a giant white frosting swirly on the top of the ice cream. As much as I want that to be a thing that's real, I fear we don't have the technology yet. I mean, have you ever seen those Ninja Turtles popsicles? They are an embarrassment of culinary delights. Oh, they're Lovecraftian in their horrors. Into the mouth of madness you go, Donatello. Well spoken. So I haven't opened the container yet, so I don't know if it does have the swirly, but judging by the pictures on the front of it, it does have some level of white swirl in it. Not as tight and as controlled as on the cupcakes, but definitely swirls. I will accept any amount of swirls as long as it is not swirlies. So ice cream isn't something that we've done on the show before. No, this is a first, which is amazing because we have done baked goods and even popcorn, but we have not done ice cream. It's not that odd when you consider the last six months we've been doing this podcast have been winter. You and your logic, Chris. So one of the things I tend to not like about ice cream is when they put too much garbage in it and it becomes sickeningly sweet. Oh, yeah, that's the worst. Do you have a fear about that uh, with this ice cream? I don't feel good about it. I'll concur. Hostess is not known for their subtleties. That's my initial concern with this ice cream. And the ice cream that we're dealing with here is a chocolate ice cream with chunks of chocolate, chunks of swirl, I suppose, and little bits of cake. Now, what frightens me 
is on the side of the container. It says, Now we have come up with a new way to lose yourself in all that out-of-control chocolatey goodness. I don't ever recall Hostess Cupcakes being out of control. I don't think it's the cupcakes themselves that are out of control. I think it's the person eating them, just slowly descending into chocolate madness. That's fair enough. It's like the telltale heart, but with chocolate and the pounding of the heart is your actual heart struggling to pump blood inside of your own chest. That got a little too real. Now, another thing that it brings up on there, this has little hunks of cake. Yeah, which is different than cake batter. Exactly. Cake batter blends in and is soft. Hunks of cake inside ice cream are frozen and solid. Yeah, that seems like that's a logical conclusion. One of the things I don't like in my ice cream is when there's just a massive texture differential. Yeah, I don't feel like an ice cream should ever really be chewy. You shouldn't have to gnaw through ice cream. Yeah, if you have to use your molars to consume ice cream, something has gone wrong. That said, I actually really enjoy peanut butter cup ice cream, where you have to crunch through some of that, but I don't have to work. And I would put that at the upper limit of what I will accept in terms of chunks and ice cream. All right, enough getting sidetracked by other flavors of ice cream. Let's try this one. Let's see what Hostess brings to the table. I'm colder already. I don't know if I'd be able to eat enough of that in order to properly fill out for bathing suit season. Yeah, it wasn't quite enjoyable enough to uh, to really plump it out there. So let's start by talking about the actual ice cream medium itself. Because if that's not good, doesn't matter how many toppings you put in there, you're not going to be able to polish that turd. Yeah, and as we've mentioned before, the base of this ice cream is plain chocolate. And I'll be honest, it was very average. I'd even peg it on the low end of average. But within one standard deviation. Yes, yeah. I'd put it around Blue Bunny, which is cheap but not terrible. It's not as bad as that weird Walmart stuff that doesn't melt. This stuff actually was kind of melty, which was nice. Sometimes, you know, you you have to take like a chisel and a hammer to ice cream. This scooped out very easily. Yeah, that was really interesting. And I don't think it's because of a lack of refrigeration. Yeah, it was a soft ice cream. Which I guess does have its own merits. Yeah, so the base ice cream we're dealing with is not the best I was sort of taken back by there's no swirls in this. On the container, there are clear streaks with a little bit of a swirl to them. And inside of it, it doesn't have those. It just has weird, white, flaky chunks. Yeah, it's almost as if they just put the curly Q frosting bits directly into the ice cream. Yeah, but they were bigger. They weren't shaped like the curly Q bits. It's like if they just made a sheet of it and broke it up and then threw that in there. Yeah, it didn't really add to the ice cream. No, it was just sort of a generic sweet. You're right. It didn't really add any additional flavor. What did add some flavor were the, uh, I guess it's the cake bites, but it really tasted more like brownie bites. The mouthfeel was unfortunate, though. It was definitely a frozen hard chunk of cake. Yeah, it is sort of a dense goop. Not liquidy, but not solid. That's an accurate description. Yeah, it's a weird non-Newtonian cake substance inside of there. Yeah, definitely not crystalline in nature. And I guess if you think about those cupcakes, they are a little bit on the dense side. They're not ultra fluffy. 
this goes well beyond that, though. Yeah, yeah. I guess I'm kind of playing devil's advocate here for these cake trunks. The one time you choose to play devil's advocate? I got weird standards, I suppose. I don't know. Yeah, I can see where they're they're reminiscent of the kind of cake. But, I mean, if someone handed this to you, would you have picked Hostess Cupcake as the flavor? Generic brownie bite is about as close as I'd get to a food. I mean, what would you explain away the white chunks as then? Moth eggs? Maybe something like flakes of Elmer's glue. I can see that. And another thing about those white bits, they were not mixed in very well at all. Everything was sort of in the center of the container, right around the edges, especially near the top where we started. There, there just wasn't a lot of bits. Yeah, and that's a real minor point. But I think it kind of goes to show the amount of effort they put into making this. I sort of feel like they already had this ice cream and they just relabeled it as this. Called it a day. It is interesting to note this is not actually produced by Hostess, but instead is produced by Nestle Dryers? Dryers? I think Dryers. Close enough. They have their own line of ice cream already. I'm sure they just took their chocolate and introduced other stuff. Yeah, I don't think Nestle started from the ground up. Yeah, this seems like a bit of a cash grab. So here's the other thing, and we we haven't talked about this at all. What is literally and metaphorically the core component of a Hostess cupcake? It was the center frosting. Yeah, that's not represented in this at all. Well, I mean, maybe if you spread it out real thin and dried it and then took the dried flakes and then smashed them up and maybe they're represented that way. I feel like it's representative of like the curly Q frosting on the top, not the stuff that's in the center. Because the center frosting is so soft, and those trunks were hard. Yeah, they were just flaky. I wouldn't even call them hard. They were just flaky. I would put them almost at a white chocolate consistency. Not flavor, but consistency. Okay, like shavings, like white chocolate shavings. All in all, I'm going to go with a real smudge on the hostess name. I feel bad for hostess. This is absolutely a smudge on their name. These cupcakes deserve way better. Next time, partner with Ben and Jerry, folks. Do you think Ben and Jerry would do that? Probably not. I can see Ben and Jerry partnering with, like, Ghirardelli. Yeah. All right. Let's put that ice cream behind us, and let's move forward. Hostess has another chance to redeem itself. Let's be clear. It's Nestle that has to redeem themselves. Hostess is just an innocent bystander. This is really Game of Thrones-level intrigue. Oh, yeah. For this next one, they take traditional Twinkies and turn them into ice cream. So the Twinkie ice cream is described as bite-sized sponge cake pieces and sweet frosting swirled together in a rich, creamy buttercream ice cream. Well, I'm going from cautiously optimistic to a little bit terrified because I have no idea what to expect from a buttercream ice cream. Yeah, Here's the thing. I'm going to be fully honest. I don't 100% know what they mean by buttercream ice cream. I understand those words, but I don't think I've ever had it before. And I almost kind of wonder if they're just making it sound fancier than it is. And it's, oh, it's just a vanilla ice cream. But logic would suggest to me. The logic suggests you don't put Twinkies in ice cream. But here we are, Alex. (laughs) We're kind of going to uncharted territory, for me at least. What I am interested to see, though, is what the sponge cake chunks are going to be like in there. I fear they're going to be a lot like the chocolate cake bits in the cupcake ice cream. And even if they are like that, I would kind of be okay. Even if it's gross, at least it's new. Yeah, I'll give you that. I'm intrigued more than I'm excited with it. 
And also because it says it has the frosting in it, we'll fully be able to understand whether those Elmer glue chunks in it are supposed to be that cream filling. I'm excited to find out. Yeah, we'll be able to cross-reference our data between the two ice creams. We're doing science here, kids. Well, Alex, get your ice cream testing goggles on and I'll open up the autoclave and get out our spoons. Oh, I found my safety goggles. They're right next to the OSHA-approved science candles from the other week. All right. So what we learned from tasting this ice cream. First, one. Those Elmer's glue chunks. And the other one, top frosting, not middle cream. No chunks in this. Two. B. The bits of sponge cake in this actually tasted like sponge cake. Not the weird brownie stuff we had before. Yeah, this was way more palatable. And three. Tres. They're not using their top tier ice cream for this. I would put this at child's birthday party quality ice cream. If I encountered it at a child's birthday party, I would be just fine with it. The ice cream texture was very similar. It was very soft, uh, melted easily. And again, I don't have too much of a problem with the texture. I kind of think that's okay. One thing I will say about the ice cream, though, it did actually kind of taste like the sponge cake from a Twinkie. Now, having said that, that they did competently recreate that, I now know ice cream that tastes like cake is something I don't want. This wasn't super appealing. I was able to look past the bits of cake in there, but all in all, it really didn't do much for me. I would say it's more competently done than the other. The flavor is more dead on. The cake bits in it actually seem like real cake. Not a swirl to be found. You know what? I know you thought you saw a swirl. I think it was a reflection off the ramekin we were eating it out of. Oh, maybe. I could have sworn that there was some like white ice cream and then yellow ice cream. For the record, this ice cream is really yellow. Yeah, it looks like it's a banana ice cream. I would put it at that level of yellow. Yeah. The yellow chunks in there do not help. Although I will accept that you saw a white streak in the ice cream, I am not willing to rule out that it was an optical phenomena. I'm going to go X-Files on you here, and I'm going to say I want to believe. First of all, thank you for making me the scully of our relationship. That is a great compliment to have. I'm just smoldering over here. Ugh. Anyway, so I think... I'm going to have to lay down the law on this ice cream. I am not a fan of it. Even that little ramekin I had full of it, that was more than enough. I feel like I could say that about both of these ice creams tonight. I could potentially see having more of the chocolate one. I'm of the opposite opinion. I actually feel like the chocolate was a little too gummy for me, whereas this one was much easier to eat. So I think we just accidentally did recommendations. Don't buy these. Yeah, I would say recommendations, hard pass. Even if you like Twinkies or Hostess Cupcakes, I honestly can't recommend these. I enjoy a good Hostess product. I really wanted to like these. I enjoy ice cream as well. I'm just, I am disappointed. Two out of ten, would not eat again. Unless it was at a child's birthday party. Even then, I would take my present back from that child. You are harsh, dude. Then don't come at me with substandard ice cream, brah! Oh boy, okay, I gotta calm down. I'm I'm getting overworked here. Alex, tell them where they can contact us while I flap my arms and become red-faced. You can find us on Facebook by searching for Sugar Daddy's Podcast. We're on Twitter at Sugar Daddy's Pod. 
If you want to send us a picture, we're on Instagram at Sugar Daddy's Podcast. And if your fingers have unthought enough, feel free to send us an email at comments at sugardaddiespodcast.com. Oh, I think we can agree. Nestle's really drug Hostess's name through the mud this episode. Yeah, it was pretty unfortunate for Hostess. If only there was a way for them to get their good name back. You know, some sort of PR campaign, some goodwill, maybe even sponsoring a podcast. I hear podcasts will say very nice things about you for money. That doesn't really sound ethical, Chris. I don't see what's unethical about two friends saying nice things about each other in exchange for money. But what about our journalistic integrity, Chris? It's for sale! Thank you.